But I think um, uh, nothing ever, ever is a coincidence and nothing happens for no reason. I think this was my way of finding myself and this music was to be my vehicle for the journey that I of was course. to take. And of course. It, it, it walked with me, it um, soothed me, it made me happy. But more than anything else, um, it taught me it taught me something extremely, extremely powerful. Music is organic. I mean, my music, when I say, or as a, as a musician, as a singer, it's a very organic thing. Um, and it will come one day at a time. I am Sadia Tariq, and you're listening to Dhani, the podcast. Our guest today is Dina Sani, the globally acclaimed award-winning performer. Her journey with music began almost 40 years ago. Dina Sani has performed at a wide range of international forums bearing the firm belief that music crosses all borders. Her performances are considered emotively rich, full of vocal nuance and lyrical feeling. And in this podcast, Dina candidly shares with us the habit mind, how she made her own roots, how she broke myths, how she overcame personal mistakes and flaws, how she thinks music is meditation for her. And you want to listen right till the end of this podcast if you want to hear Tina Sani sing one of her most favorite ghazals from Fez Ahmed Fez. Tina Appa, I, I can't tell you how delighted I am. Um, uh, for you to be here on Dhani. Um, thank you so much. Huh? My pleasure, my pleasure. Thank you for having Ma'am. me. Thank you. Ma'am, you have been um, in the music industry for over 40 years now, correct? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. And, yeah. and I'm sure that whatever path we take, whatever... Um, whatever route there is, there's a lot of learning. Absolutely. Uh, how has music, in your opinion, how, how does music um, help us to connect with ourselves? I think to me, uh, Sadia, music has been a journey. Uh, it was never a very planned out um, uh, decision on my part. Um, I didn't one day say, okay, you know, I'm going to take music as my career. I think it just unfolded like life does. Um, mm-hmm. And I wasn't, you know, I was as unsure as we are about everything as you're growing up. Uh, and even now, I'll be very honest, you know, it's, 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 mm-hmm. uh, it, 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 there are days when you just don't know which way to go, what route to take. Um, But I think for me, music, um, the way it started was more shocking than anything else because uh, it took me into an absolutely new world. I had no, um, uh, there was nobody in the family or even close by actually who was um, in showbiz. And so one had to kind of think on your feet kind of a thing. 
you know mm-hmm. i was constantly um figuring things out i was but but there was um but there was one thing i was i was going slow with it mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. i didn't even know you know what i was doing in it for a while uh so i kept uh going out of it and then coming back into it i was teaching as well and i didn't give up my job for about 3 years um and for the longest time when whenever people would come and interview me and call me a singer and i said don't call me that <laughs> because i don't think i qualify yet to be i mean to me singers were uh uh people like um, media sansab and madam nojan these these biggies were singers you know mm. um i wouldn't even dare to call myself one i'd always i i remember i'd always say oh this is a hobby i don't know how long uh, i'm going to do it and i'm just doing what i love doing uh, uh content wise um i um, was very sure of what i wanted to sing mm. actually mm. that was the only thing i was very sure of Uh, when i think about it um in retrospect i was really really sure uh the kind of music that i wanted to do uh mm-hmm. and that's about it and since i was not such a trained artist at that time i mean i was probably only 2 years into my classical training uh when i did uh, when i when i did my first performance so you know one was learning um i'd give myself 3 months uh, in between two recordings and do a lot of riyaz and come back to it and hoping that would be better than my last performance and people would say um so you know who are you uh, in uh, competition with and i'd say myself mm you know mm. i i that to me it's a it would be a luxury to be in competition with anyone that, that i mean that that would be such a such a uh, actually an obnoxious thought at that time uh, because um uh, you know when you're just starting out and you're just about nobody uh, you dare not think you're in competition with people you're saying i better be better than my last performance mm-hmm. and that i think holds today even today uh you know hopefully that my um concert today is going to be better than my last concert because you're as good as your last concert sure really. of course yeah. yeah yeah i was just going to summarize what you have said so so far we we you, it's the pace that as you said you were slow you mm-hmm. however there was clarity in what you wanted to do but you mm-hmm. were slow and there was yeah. a there was consistency as well whether it was performance or whether it was working on your talent uh, polishing learning um yeah. but there was consistency I, you know uh, uh, it's interesting i just thought about it while you were saying this i think what i was i think it it, it was all about working in real time for me mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. now when i see this world today where um, uh people are so used to seeing edited television uh or media everything is just so edited um uh and i tell my son that you know life is not edited you know there is stuff that happens between two events uh sure. and uh, you know you 
have to live through that as well. Um, so I think, yes, I think I, I gave, I've always wanted to give myself time to uh, absorb things. Hmm. Uh, I'm not in a hurry. I was never in a hurry, really. Um, sure. I just, I tried to understand it real time because the, the brain still works um, at the same, you know, it absorbs, it, it, it works out stuff at, at whatever speed that it's, it's supposed to do uh, biologically. Um, doing anything faster than that or trying to um, multitask. I mean, I, I, you know, you talk about multitasking um, and yes, I'm good with listening to music while I'm cooking. Mm -hmm. uh, but a lot of times I don't do that. I like to do one thing at a time, but, but I do have a lot of mind chatter. That's another sure. story. Sure, sure. <laughs> no, but then I, I, and these are really not these are i mean if if music has taught you that but it is really real life lessons you have to be present now and you have to go slow and you have to take things one step at a time and the pace and the speed which is thrown out at you uh, mm. or anyone else is different absolutely it's, you know everybody has their own way of processing stuff hmm everybody has an individual uh, way of processing information uh, it depends on how we've grown up you do know that you know from from zero to age seven is when a child's brain is supposed to be in what they call delta uh, or, uh, or a very very slow brain uh, uh, waves uh, and he's basically picking up stuff. So, mm. um, uh, he's picking up a lot of things from, from which, which basically uh, are part of what you're just, which is called the habit mind um, mm -hmm. thing, mm -hmm. you know, which, which, which are normally very, very difficult to, uh, to get to uh, the, the, the habit mind. Uh, and uh, the conscious mind basically thinks very little. They say something like 80% or 85% is your habit mind because that's what we constantly fall back on. And mm -hmm. that's why there is this incredible, incredible movement in, uh, uh, in the last, say, um, I would say in the last maybe 15, 20 years. Uh, with people like Eckhart Tolle coming up with the power of now, which really uh, shook me up, uh, trying to understand. Mm. And then, you know, slowly, I think there's a whole community which is waking up to using your, um, to being more present. Uh, mm. Now, when you, when I, when I um, kind of translate that into music, uh, it's funny that when I came into meditations and I had to do that because I had a lot of fear in me. 
uh, fear of performances, fear of people in terms of audiences. I was a recording artist. I'd freeze if there would be three more, uh, you know, one extra person in the in 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 the studio, and I'd say, please ask them to leave because um, I won't be able to perform. That's how much of, uh, of a introvert singer um, I was. And then when I decided, no, I think I, um, I need to test myself out and perform in concerts because uh, that was the next step for me. My son was born in 96 and um, um, after that, there was very little time for me to spend 24 hours in a recording studio or, or stuff like that because I, I did after that I never had that luxury of time and I thought well this could be it for my music or if I um, go into the concert arena maybe I'll because um, that just means about two couple of hours and I wouldn't be away from my son for too long and that mm -hmm. is what started the journey but it was a tough tough one sure. um still is it still is because um um there are lots of factors that freeze you up and lots i mean i still feel when i go out there i'm barely about i barely give about 50 percent of what i what i imagine i know or what i think i know mm. uh, i i think i hold myself back which is fine which is okay I think it's my own journey, and I, I've, I've, I've sort of uh, learned musically. It taught me to break myths. You know, one mm. day I would. I mean, it's 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 very interesting. It's an interesting process because one day you break a myth, and everything falls into place, and then you. You know, you, that day you come home and you say, I can do this or I can do this better. Uh, but having said that, uh, the habit mind still kicks in a lot of times and mm -hmm. comes back and, you know, all the fears come back with it. And I, I let that happen to me for a while. And then I said, okay, this is enough. And I think I need to brainwash myself. How am I going to do it? So I went mm. into all kinds of things like the Silver Method, um, Joe Dispenza, Abraham Hicks, uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton. I mean, you talk about it and I, I have, um, I'm a You've huge, heard all of huge, them. yeah, yeah. I, and I still do because they have been so helpful. And I said, what is habit mind? Habit mind is primarily something or what is a belief? Um, something that you've done over and over and over and over again becomes oh. a belief. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A habit is something that you've done over and over and over again. Now, I don't know what happened between age of zero to seven, but definitely uh, we were picking up a lot on, the, on whatever the society says, your, your siblings, your parents, things that they're fearful of, you become automatically uh, fearful of. And that's how much a child picks up. Um, sure. uh, we won't go too much into it, but the habit mind basically needs to be um, 
uh, and, and when I say habit mind, I think for the, uh, just, just for a little bit more clarity, the habit mind is, for instance, I'm, I know how to drive now and I, um, I have to go from point A to point B and I get to point B and I don't even remember, you know, what I saw on the way or, yeah, um, sure. you know. Or what I did, what all you came across. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh, because I'm not conscious. That is what your habit mind is. And we're, you know, even when you're cooking, there, there's stuff that you do, just uh, knee jerk reaction. And uh, the first thing that I started learning um, were my reactions. And I started questioning right. my reactions. Hmm. I think that was my beginning into a journey of trying to understand um for instance i'd freeze um because i was a recording artist i was supposed to be flawless in the studio i mean we all are we're supposed to give a flawless or a near flawless or whatever uh, performance and if you don't then they make you go back and sing it again uh da, 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 and it, it, it goes on uh, but in a live performance when I first started to um, uh, perform, that was the mindset I had come with. It's got to be a flawless, flawless performance. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. It, sure. it, it can't have mm. any flaws. Right. And I'd, I'd go back and listen to the recordings and I'd die. I'd be mortified and I'd say, oh, you know, I call myself a singer. This is what I'm singing. It is so mm. bad. Is and and it started freezing me up completely and so that so even that had become a habit being right. in the studios had was my that, any habit that you know i mean that's what i was doing for nearly nearly 20 years mm. that was my habit that was how i was trained i was trained to be absolute in control of my vocal cords and you know and and that's what we perform Concerts may becomes different. So many other factors are in there. I mean, the sound could be the sound. It could be the the hall ambience or the place ambience, whatever. Um, and you make those. But I remember breaking a, at least in my mind, I I would just I was so depressed. I'd get depressed about it. Um, till one day I decided that every singer that I think the world of, like Medias and Sardana, I'm going to go and listen to their recordings, live recordings, hmm. and hear this, I'm going to catch their flaws. Hmm. I needed to, I needed to do that. And I said, you know, they're brilliant, but I'm going to catch their flaws. Do they make mm -hmm. mistakes? And mm -hmm. hell yes. <laughs> you know, but mm. the beauty, but the beauty about these people was not that they made mistakes; is how they came out of them. Of course, how they reacted to their mistakes. Mm. Now, the thing that that we live in a society, I think we live in a world. At least, our Asian society, it is a cancer to make a mistake. Mm. Mm. Sure. We yeah. are so scared of making a mistake that we'd rather not do anything. 
so you know people um, i mean this is a classic example now in social media where 10 people are working but 2 million are commenting on them yeah yeah because it's easier correct way easier not to do anything and we i mean you know you it's just so easy to comment but you know if you could just before writing that comment um think about that person who um actually did not sit there and wait for others to do something but decided that you know i'd like to do this yeah and yeah. try myself out mm. so um so it's it's we we live in i think we need to change that tremendously i think we need to be more doers um yeah. uh and uh, start start commenting less because the moment you start judging people i mean this is pure unadulterated judgment that is passed Agreed. on people of course and yeah. um and you know just for a minute but because anonymity is a great thing mm. you're so safe within your own environment anyhow that's not even one of my problems i'm not even on facebook or anything so but but i i know that it's hurt a lot of people but all i'm trying to say is we live in a world where mistakes um are are so looked down upon uh we're so mortified and i think bachpan se mistakes are so uh you're insulted on them people have made fun of you because of that um if you've not been lucky then your parents are part of that entire thing you know um mm. that people would rather become non doers mm and stay safe because actually at the end of the day all of us want to be loved hmm hmm across the board hmm all of us hmm. do and so hmm. you know you try and figure ways out so what's the safest thing don't do anything you know so nobody is going to yeah. either hate you or love you and yeah. and that you know, so that's the risk you take with life and and you don't but then that's yeah. how you process so i have yeah. in mind basically sadia that's what it's it 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 needs to be retrained um and the first step to it is start noticing your reactions how do you react mm. to uh any situation mm. and is there another way of thinking yeah i totally agree with you because when you say when we notice our reactions i i think it it's it, it it helps us be and since you were talking about judgment it just helps us be less judgmental towards others and uh, uh, and then absolutely. while you were talking you also um, said that you went back and you understood the flaws and you mm-hmm. then took ownership and that also when we have ownership of ourselves uh, our inner selves and yes music yeah. took you uh, to to that point um mm. again there is an element of fearlessness and this is what i am this is i will put my best and this is how i will perform 
and and yes. then it it just kind of it just kind of works through so many spheres of life because you are doing your best and as you said you are just doing your best hmm. and you are not worried uh, and you're not pointing fingers you're not judging anybody because you have taken ownership of yourself in us are the only person that we can actually get to know if we are lucky is ourselves wow um sure it's of so course. difficult i mean to try and try and get into other people's minds try and get into your mind and you'll find such dragons in there uh, mm. that you'd and that that's the that's why that's the last place we go to into mm. ourselves and mm. and why does wisdom all over the world continuously i mean if there is one a common thread that goes right across all the wisdom of the world is go within yourself why of course why do they say it i mean you know, think about it you know mm. solo care so you know it's not um some sort of a, a romantic um idea or a, or just an idea um what if actually you need to go within what is going within yourself hmm um, i mean it's a place i've barely touched myself i think the only time that i um i find um going within and touching something that's beyond me and has brought tears to my eyes um has been through music actually when i and and mm. primarily when i'm doing uh my riyaz which is my practice which is just one note that i can sing for an hour i think i can now relate to the con- the, the the idea of uh, of what meditation is so what meditation mm. basically is is trying to stop the mind uh chatter and right. for me musically that was what i was doing i didn't know it at that time but each time mm. i'd come out of my riyaz i'd feel big hearted i'd feel happy i'd feel you know i could i i felt i could conquer the world i i'd come mm. out so almost every time with that very light feeling and i wonder i had never made the relation between it being a, a meditation i just thought you know riyaz kiya and it's such a good feeling and music does that to you but now as i studied more and more uh into the mind and into uh meditation and breathing i realized they're teaching me in meditation what i've been doing in music all along yeah oh how beautiful which is actually what what you're supposed to do is take a sound maybe pankhe ki awaaz ya ac ki awaaz or something like that or even music and just about 15 minutes sit down and try and listen to that sound and your mm. mind will wander of course mm. it will but the mm. moment you you know your mind is wandering the moment that awareness comes means you're present that's the best part right the moment yeah. you know that your mind is wandering 
is when you are present. So that's a good thing. If you don't know your mind is wandering, sure. then you've gone for a ride that day and it's all right. Do it the next day. <laughs> میڈیٹیشن Ma'am, with the other day when we were talking uh, earlier on the, on the phone, you had mentioned mm-hmm. that um, slowly and steadily as you flowed in um, to music and music flowed in you, you, re- you mm-hmm. realized that you needed to be, you needed to find things within yourself and not be reliant mm-hmm. on external situations yes. or medications or things oh, to, to help you. Um, help you um calm calm yourself down and calm find myself down uh, yeah yes so and this this is a very difficult arriving at this point is very difficult where you um, have to kind hmm. of give up on the external all externalities hmm. and hmm. that then hone into that one thing or perhaps two which uh, diffuse the mind chatter to some point. You know, Sadia, I think for the longest time that I can remember, um, I used to love this one saying, I don't know who said it, but I grew up with it. Um, it went something like this. Don't say it can't be done because along will come a fool who doesn't know it can't be done and will do it. Mm-hmm. And I always said, I'm that fool. Mm-hmm. I don't believe um, my mind closes if anybody says it can't be done. It just closes. It refuses to accept it. Um, there is, um, okay, when I started singing, I was good in I, I i was about 19 and uh, that was way too late uh, my urdu was horrible uh, since i never really went to schools jahan pe urdu padhai jati hai um having said all that i think it's that passion and just the fact that i do not allow i really don't allow anybody to tell me it can't be done جھاڑو اپنے ساتھ دینے کے لیے رکھ لے ٹوکنگ 
quantum physics and I, I mean, I don't, I'm no um, learned person there and I don't have any degrees on that. I am probably 90% of the time that I'm on YouTube, I'd be on some sort of a, uh, a site where there would be um, uh, stuff talked about which is, which is to do with the mind, which is to do with possibilities, uh, where I think that's, that's hope because that's sure. what science is. It's growing mm. with each new awareness of something new. It changes its stance. It changes its position. There's nothing um, concrete about science, which is what I love. I mean, concrete in the sense that their measurements will keep changing as time goes on. Mm. And I think that growth is just, just so exciting. Um, so nothing in my mind cannot be done. Mm. Mm. Uh, it's about, it's, it's just about focusing on, uh, like one of my mentors, uh, and I love that saying, they say, you know, when you're looking at a problem, you'll never find a solution. Of course. Yeah, totally agree with that. Because the solution is never where the problem is. Mm. Mm. So how brilliant is that? And so mm. a lot of times people are talking about how this is bad and this is bad and how this can't be done and this is da 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 da. Um, you can change it. You can, you can, you can. Uh, it's just a question of changing your perspective a little. You know, it's like squinting your eyes and seeing another kind of a focus. Sure, so a lot it's changing the lenses. The yeah. yeah, absolutely. So um, for me, there is no such thing as it can't be done. It's just mm. um, that I haven't figured it out as yet. Mm. And uh, practice will make it happen. That's mm. what I tell people. I said, you want to do anything. Uh, my, one of my favorite um, writers, uh, I've read all his books, Malcolm Gladwell. Um, mm. I think mm. it was in his book, uh, The Tipping Point, where he talks about the 10,000 hour rule. He says, anything that you want to master in, you know, clock in 10,000 hours. Mm, mm, wow. And we actually sat down and started doing that. I said, how much does it take? So how many wow. days would it take for me to do 10,000 hours? Yes. I mean, you know, this is where it becomes so much fun. It's to sure. take on stuff, yeah. to try it out. There are these new concepts uh, that I find very sexy and I say, all right, you know, I want to give this a try and see if it mm. works for me uh, mm. or if it works. And, and yes, so music has been that vehicle that was given to me, I truly sure. believe. Uh, it was given to me by the universe because I once asked my mother, I said, Ma, these people think I'm a singer. I can't sing as well as they think I do. So my mom said something really amazing. She said, you know, Tina, um, 
she was that kind of a person and she, she was just such a wonderful human being. And she said, when she, I think she said something like that people also listen to different things or something mm. like that. Mm-hmm. And I kind of looked at her oddly, you know, are you saying that I'm singing something else and then they're listening to something else? Um, <laughs> but some, something to that, to that effect, which I, mm-hmm. I thought was very, very, something very It is nice very profound, of course. It yes. is very profound, you know. It is, um, it is. But, but I think um, uh, nothing ever, ever is a coincidence and nothing happens for no reason. I think this was my way of finding myself and this music was to be my vehicle for the journey that of I course. was to take. And of course. It, it, it walked with me, it um, soothed me, it made me happy. But more than anything else, um, it taught me it taught me something extremely, extremely powerful. Music is organic. I mean, my music, when I say, or as a, as a musician, as a singer, it's a very organic thing. Um, and it will come one day at a time. So it's like a blade mm. of grass. You have to of wait course. for it to grow. Yeah. If I'm going to sure. pull it, it'll break. You know? so, totally, uh, totally mein, agree. Gale ko mein bilkul zor nahi de sakti hu. Bait jayega, you know, I can't push it. So that teaches me life. You know, it's about relationships also. It's friendships mm. also. It's child rearing also. Mm. Um, I so well um, said. Yeah, it's it's not about um, achieving all the results today. That's what. Yeah. And, and by the way, by the way, that's the kind of a person I was. I wanted results yesterday. That's the kind of a person I was. <laughs> okay. And um, I needed everything to be black and white. No grace mm. for me. That's how mm. I was. Mm. I needed everything to be um, uh, settled. I mean, if it's, sure. if it's somebody, for instance, as you're growing up and, you know, you're in love or whatever. No, it's got to be, is it or is it not? Tell me now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm, and mm, um, mm, stuff like, you know what I'm saying about everything. Sure, of it's course. Like I, I, mm. I need to know it now. I was that impatient about everything. And music tells me completely different um, or teaches me something totally different, which is, nay, nay, nay. It's not going to happen like that. One day at a time. And you're going to have wow. to breathe in between also, you know. Of course. Wow, wow. Ma'am, mm. I, I wish I could just go on uh, asking and talking yeah. to you. But coming just towards the end, and this is just a request, mm. and it's okay if mm. uh, there you, you can't entertain it. But would it be mm. possible for you to uh, sing something, anything? And I know that you, um, as you said, you, you knew what genre you needed to get into, and that's how you are... Um, You've trained yourself into hmm. the medium of ghazals. And then hmm. there's Mehdi Hassan Saab. Um, anything hmm. from him or perhaps moving away from this and then singing something that 
is your personal favorite song but doesn't belong to this genre so anything if at all please hmm. yeah okay so there was this one one nazm that of fair sabs which was my favorite and i i insisted that we record this because it was a long one and i think i i i chose it because it was so much it was it was what i was going through as a 20 something old person mm. um so i'll just sing a few lines of that ji absolutely <clears throat> absolutely hmm? thank you thank you thank you yes mm. yes okay <laughs> mm. gar mujhe इसका यकीन हो मेरे हमदम मेरे दोस्त गर्म मुझे इसका यकीन हो के तेरे दिल की थकन तेरी आँखों की उदासी तेरे सीने की जलन मेरी दिल जोई मेरे प्यार से मिट जाएगी I think this is what we're talking about, aren't we? Wow! Yes. है ना कि ये मेरी दिल जोई और मेरे प्यार से नहीं मिटेगी. You have to take your own journey. I'll be there supporting you. I'll be by your side. But you're going to call the shots. It's beautiful, stupendously beautiful. And do you know that <laughs> I am? This song is actually on a repeat. uh constantly on a repeat in my ears yeah. in the morning and also i play it in during mm. the yoga classes um wow. and i i just feel that this is the message for now even in in this situation it is the message yes. for now yes yes the fans fans was uh, incredible because he spoke to me as a young person that's what i needed to hear so badly you know it was all about um trying to understand uh, um but basically what he was saying was take responsibility yeah take, take responsibility yeah, yeah take ownership yeah that's what it was ma'am you um, um fair sab has has spoken and you have uh, sung it <laughs> out for us but you have also spoken to so many of us uh, and perhaps highlighted some of the very intrinsic things that we need for now for these challenging times and for mm-hmm. all times to come thank you so much thank you Thank you. Thank you Sadia. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening and we would be most humbled if you can leave us with a comment, a rating or a suggestion. Thank you.